Welcome to the Ride Special Edition. My name is Sarah Berdemodio, and I'm your host here for the Ride. We're going to be doing a special edition here on the coronavirus and how it is impacting those of us within the vasculitis community. Please note that these are my views and my views alone. I typically say that at the end of the segment, but I think now it's important that I say it here at the very beginning. My thoughts here are pretty pointed, I will warn you. But I do hope that you consider what I have to say and take it to heart. So the coronavirus, I I struggled with this um, in thinking that I would maybe do a recording about it. I went back and forth and I thought about what it would mean to do a a special episode here on the ride um, around coronavirus. And I landed on the idea that I needed to do a special episode to address two specific issues that I'm hoping um, folks will think about. And um, if you have friends or family members that don't really understand um, what this coronavirus outbreak means for those of us that have vasculitis, I'm hoping that you might be able to forward this on to them. So again, I'd like to kind of talk about this coronavirus outbreak in two ways. The first way deals with how folks within the vasculitis community are reacting to the outbreak. You know, there are different forms of vasculitis. Sometimes people have a form of vasculitis that is fairly mild and uh, doesn't present with that many symptoms. Um, Other folks have it very serious and um, have life-threatening symptoms and are on some pretty heavy meds. Some folks um, maybe are in remission and think that perhaps we're overreacting to this. Other folks within the vasculitis community think that we're not reacting enough and that there have been calls for people to say more, do more, um, express more. So the reaction within the vasculitis community is sort of running the gamut. It's on a spectrum. And this breaks my heart. We should all be thinking about how we can protect each other. I mean, for God's sake, we have enough people out there in the world that don't believe us, don't um, think that what we have is serious, that we have enough people that just doubt the very existence of vasculitis in our lives. Why do we need to be encouraging that sort of attitude within our, our own ranks, within our own population? We should be supporting each other. We should be advocating for each other. We should be providing factual information to each other, not stirring up a panic, but in the same breath, extolling the importance of providing timely and factual information. And I, I, I just, I can't stress this enough. The, the whole idea that we would be attacking each other within the vasculitis community is just ridiculous and it needs to stop. We need to be supporting each other now. And if you have a problem 
with what's going on with the re the you know the 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 reaction by um, the government or healthcare um, providers or um, leaders within the medical community. Okay, that's fine. That's a different thing, but don't attack each other. We have to stand strong together and support each other. The second thing that I want to talk about with this outbreak in coronavirus, and this is perhaps a little bit more of an item to share with friends and family, is I I have been absolutely shocked by um, friends of my own, who I thought were friends, um, and by family members um, that have posted some things, that uh, they believe this is a hoax that they believe that we're overreacting to this situation and that, oh, oh, yeah, it's just the flu. This just boggles my mind. I, I'm absolutely floored. The, uh, there was an, a recent uh, article in uh, the Washington Post here today that um, I just want to take a moment to read because I think it, it kind of encapsulates everything that I'm thinking right now. And, and um, I'm citing this hopefully correctly, um, the Washington Post opinions, and it's by David Brennan, dated March 12th of 2020. Uh, David Brennan is a member of the Arthritis Foundation's National Advocacy Board, so uh, very much a sister organization to the Vasculitis Foundation. And I would just like to read this, um, at least part of it here to you, because I think that it pretty much sums up everything that I'm thinking about um, vasculitis and um, the coronavirus outbreak. He begins, I take a drug that made it possible for me to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Without it, I might be in a wheelchair. Today, it could kill me. 20 years ago, There was a significant medical breakthrough for people like me. Scientists figured out how to grow molecules that could be injected or infused into the body that bring about a ceasefire. They identified a part of the immune system called tumor necrosis factor alpha that could be neutralized by these new biological therapies. The injected molecules would intercept TNFA and bind with it before it reaches the joints. The trade-off was a compromised immune system. I was more than willing to accept that deal. These biologics gave me my life back. I climbed the highest mountain in Africa. I went skydiving. I bike to work more than 100 miles every week. I ski. I've had eight surgeries and a toe amputated, but outwardly you would have no idea that I have this disease. I don't ordinarily have to take special precautions beyond being certain to get my annual flu shot. Until now. As the coronavirus pandemic comes closer to home, Americans like me with weakened immune systems are thinking hard about our options. We are numerous with an array of underlying conditions, including primary immunodeficiency, cancer, inflammatory arthritis, and Down syndrome. The Arthritis Foundation reports that people with compromised immune systems could be more likely to contract the coronavirus, and if we do get it, there are concerns that were much more likely to develop the most serious and life-threatening symptoms, which leads to some difficult questions. 
Should I stop taking my medication and brace for a painful and crippling flare for fear that my weakened immune system could threaten my life? Or is it already too late for my immune system to rebound to fight the coronavirus? Do I keep my elementary school-aged children out of school for fear that they will bring the virus home with them? As luck would have it, I saw my rheumatologist on Monday. He told me to stay on my medication. If the war in my body resumes after I stop taking it, my immune system will be compromised and just as likely to develop the most serious complications from the virus. In other words, I'm at risk either way. There is no good option. He also advised me to cancel my ski trip to Utah next week. As a high-risk patient, he said, I shouldn't risk being on an airplane. That's no big deal under the circumstances, and I'm definitely not alone in having to change plans. The, he received um, a few looks and comments from people who think that I'm overreacting from the coronavirus. Some people have complained about being inconvenienced if schools are closed or vacations get canceled. Others think it's inevitable that we'll all get it and anticipate suffering through a bad cold or flu symptoms. I worry about dying on a ventilator. That last line just hit me hard. That for some folks out there that just think that this may be a eh, little, little bug, you know, might be inconvenienced and may have to cancel a vacation here and there. There are those of us within the vasculitis community who are genuinely afraid and worry about dying on a ventilator. We are very, very worried. So I think that it's important that uh, the message to other folks out there in, in our communities is that they need to get out of their heads. They need to get out of their heads and start thinking about others that there may be people who don't stand that fighting chance, who don't stand um, a chance of fighting what could be perceived as just a little bug, that it is much, much more serious than that. So I'm pissed. I won't lie to you. I am livid that there are people out there that still just think that this is an inconvenience so I encourage those of you in the vasculitis community, whatever type of vasculitis you have, however severe it may be, that you have our backs, that you support others within the vasculitis community and stand up for those of us who are afraid, that you stand up to those people in our communities that are minimizing it that you be our advocates. And hopefully, you know, by, by taking some of these um, community-wide and uh, very personal measures to contain the spread, that we'll all get past this and be stronger and that we can stand to uh, fight another day.